Welcome to the Anchor Within podcast. I'm Lena, a physical therapist, speaker, and multi-passionate woman driven by empowering you to become the woman that you were meant to be. And honestly, I am a woman just like you trying to figure out this whole life thing as I navigate the messy middle in real time. This podcast is all about transparency and the not-so-glamorous raw conversations and difficult lessons that we're going through in real time together. We intertwine all aspects of health, wellness, personal growth, and mindset work to anchor within our own strengths and desires so that we can co-create the purposeful, fulfilling lives we crave to live. We strive to empower and encourage each other to build the stable foundations that we need to remain steadfast in pursuit of becoming the fulfilled, resilient, impactful women we are meant to be. You ready? Let's dive in. Hey, hey, happy Monday. What is up? I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because this is a conversation that I opened last week on Instagram. So if we are connected on Instagram, you may have seen this. And if we're not connected on Instagram, well, let's connect first and foremost. But I also saved this to my highlights so you can go there, but I will share the full story here. Anyway, I am talking all about the hair loss that I have been experiencing in the last like three-ish, three to four months. And um, so I shared that I would record an episode on this to kind of get into more detail, the lessons I've learned from losing about 60 to 70% of my hair. I don't know. It was crazy. So here we are. If you have any questions on this, please feel free to DM me after. If you're experiencing this and need somebody to talk to, please feel free to come to me. I know how difficult and challenging it is, and I'll get into that. So Anyway, if you know anything about me, then you know that I've always had like super, super thick, full, voluminous, super curly hair. And, you know, it was like my trademark. (laughs) Everyone always used to gush about like, oh my God, your hair is incredible. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like it's really annoying to take care of. And I would be like, thanks anyway, all of the things. And, you know, of course, it's like, you know, when they they all say like, you know, you want what you can't have kind of thing. That was me. I had this super thick curly hair. It looked like a lion's mane and it was like literally my trademark. That's what I was known for. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I got sick with COVID and I lost all of my hair. And apparently this is a thing that are, that's happening to people. So I wanted to normalize this conversation because I don't see it. I don't hear it. And I think it needs to be talked about because when I talked about it on my Instagram, so many women reached out to me saying, holy shit, like this is happening to me. I didn't know what it was. It happened to my best friend, to my mom, to my sister, all of these people that were like, thank you so much for sharing because nobody's talking about this. And clearly it needs to be freaking talked about. So anyway, Um, let's dive on in a little bit here. So what happened was that, first of all, I want to preface this, that with the lessons I learned here are, um, applicable to everything. Okay. They're applicable to life, not just because I lost my hair. So you don't have to have lost your hair to listen to this episode. Um, but anyway, so I, you know, if you've been listening, if you've been here for a while, you know that I lost my dad in September And then that was my cat opening my door. So that was really annoying. Sorry. Um, (laughs) I lost my dad in September. And then like a week later, I got COVID. And during that time when I was really sick, I was really tired and fatigued. I could barely stand. I felt very weak. I had a very poor appetite. I was very nauseous. I could barely keep water down. When, When I was eating, I was eating really crappy foods because my husband and I were both sick at the same time. So neither of us had the energy to cook or go grocery shopping. And we couldn't go grocery shopping anyway because we had COVID and had to quarantine. But anyway, so for like two or three weeks, and honestly, probably for the first, for a couple months prior to that, my nutrition wasn't at its best because I was in and out of the hospital. I was, you know, my dad's caretaker and all of these things. So there was, there was a lot going on. 
And so about three months after, no, it was actually probably about two months after I had COVID, I was in the shower and there was just like clumps of hair falling out. And I was like, okay, this is really weird. Like I usually lose some hair when I shower as everyone does. It's about, it's normal. It's you lose about hundred to 150 hairs per day. Um, but this was like clumps, handfuls, chunks of my hair. And I, the first time I was like really worried, scared, but I was like, okay, like whatever, it's a one-time thing. Well, the next time I washed my hair, the same thing happened. And then every time I started brushing my hair, it would be chunks and handfuls of hair. And like I said, I saved this to my highlights on Instagram. So you can head over there and see it because I shared photos of what it actually looked like, how much hair I was losing, because I can't even put it into words. Like when I say handfuls, I mean actual handfuls, like disgusting. So, you know, fair warning, the pictures aren't cute, but they, they're there and they're there for you to see. I had like bald spots on the side of my head, that kind of thing. Um, and it was really, really scary. And then it happened and it continued. And after like two or three weeks, I called my PCP. We did so many tests. We did this and that and the other thing. And it was all freaking normal. And I was so annoyed. And so then I had my yearly dermatologist appointment a couple of months into this, probably like two or three months into me losing my hair. And I brought it up and she was like, yeah, like this is a thing. Like this is a thing that happens. Women that have COVID, they'll lose a lot of hair. It happens to some men too, but it's mostly in women. Um, our hormones are a lot more fragile. We just, our, our systems are a lot more fragile. So this can affect us a lot more. And honestly, it was just absolutely freaking devastating. And I'll get into that, but let me just kind of explain to you what my dermatologist said to me. So this kind of hair loss, so it's not actually called hair loss because it's temporary. It's called hair shedding. It's excessive hair shedding and it's called telogen effluvium. Okay, so this is what happens in a normal hair cycle is... The hair stays in, you know, it grows for a few years and then it's in that resting stage for a few months. And the resting stage is called the telogen phase. That's where the name telogen effluvium comes from, right? So then it stays in that resting phase for a few months and then it'll shed and regrow. And, you know, the telogen effluvium is when some stress, like losing somebody, a really high fever, anything like that can cause a lot more hairs to go into the resting stage, the telogen stage, right? And so then the hair roots are pushed out prematurely into that resting stage. And it can be acute or chronic for most people when it's something stress-related like this, it is um, acute, right? So if there's any shock to the system, I was researching this, so I'm just going to read word for word what this article said. It says, if there's any shock to the system... As many as 70% of the scalp hairs are then shed in large numbers about two months after the, quote, shock, right? So the sudden increase in hair loss, it's usually described as, you know, hair coming out in handfuls. That's what acute telogen effluvium is, right? So this is different from genetic hair thinning that is gradual over time, right? And it you can also have chronic telogen effluvium, but this is only after like a significant amount of the hair has already been lost and it isn't growing back. Um, but there is so many things that can cause it. Like I said, um, high stress from losing somebody, grieving, something like high fever or COVID, um, childbirth. So this is actually the same type of hair loss or hair shedding as um, postpartum hair loss. This is the same exact thing. So maybe you've experienced this in the past, but maybe just not to the same extent. 
infection, chronic illness, psychological stress, major surgeries or illnesses. Um, it could be caused by a thyroid issue, which is why I had so many tests done. Crash diets without inadequate protein and nutrition, which again, I told you I was eating like shit for months probably because I was stressed and, you know, in and out of the hospital. That wasn't my main concern at the time, even though it probably should have been. But anyway, um, sometimes medications, that kind of stuff. But for the most part, this is a stress-related type of hair loss. And typically... It happens abruptly, and it's noticed several weeks to months after that incident. So let's say you have COVID, or you lost somebody, or some other infection, illness, surgery, whatever, giving birth, right? It can happen anywhere from like six weeks to six months after, and it can last, my dermatologist said, six to eight months after it starts. And it does slowly decrease over time. Luckily, mine stopped about four months in. But oh my gosh, I'm telling you guys, it was like the worst. I was shocked. I was scared. Every time I had to like get in the shower, I was literally crying every single time I was in the shower because I knew when I opened my eyes, I would see how much hair was not on my head anymore. And anytime I would just run my fingers through my hair or if my hair was like braided and I would just like go to adjust my braid and pull it to the side or push it back, I was like taking hair out of the freaking braid. It was terrible. Okay. Like when I tell you that this is like the scared, the scaredest, the most scared I have ever been in my life. I am telling you like, oh my God, it was terrifying because I was like, what's wrong with me? But at first when I didn't know what was happening, I was like, why is this happening? Like, what the heck am I sick? Like what is happening inside my body? And, you know, until I started looking into it and researching and talking to other people, my dermatologist, that did calm me down a little bit knowing that it was temporary and knowing that it was going to stop and I wasn't going to go bald. Although that was a big concern of mine that I was going to be absolutely bald by like Christmas because it was falling out so fast, so much. I'm telling you, go look at the pictures on my Instagram highlight. It was absolutely terrible. Um, you know, and it was like, this was my trademark. I felt like I had lost part of my identity and it took like a huge hit on me mentally and emotionally and spiritually because I was like, holy shit, like who even am I without my hair? I was so self-conscious. I was literally crying like every single day (laughs) and every single time I had to shower, I was just like putting it off and off and off. And I was like, okay, I really need to wash my hair. But I didn't want to because I knew what it, what it was going to look like every time I would brush my hair, anything like that. So I really just wore my hair in a braid for like months because I didn't want people to see that I was losing so much hair and I was so self-conscious about it. So what I want to kind of dive into here are a couple of the things that I have learned in those four months of like losing my hair and since then and what's really, really important. And I got a lot of questions on Instagram about how do we grow our hair back? And I did talk about that on there, but I want you guys to know that there's no quick fix. You can't really stop this. And I'm going to dive into stress management here in a second, which is huge because this is a stress caused thing. But um, you really have to focus on slowing your body down. You have to focus on your nutrition. You have to focus on stress management. And you have to really focus on taking care of yourself, which as an Enneagram 2 is really difficult for me because I want to put everybody else first. But in the last like four to five months, I've really, really learned how to set boundaries, how to say no to things, how to put myself first before everybody else. Because I know we talk about it all the time saying like you can't pour out of an empty cup, but it's so true. And I have had to really really, really focus on filling my cup up before I ever even think about giving to other people right now. Because right now, 
in this slowdown season that I had, and like I, I did an entire episode on how to deal with the slowdown season, but I've really had to focus on myself and I have really had to make sure that I'm taking care of me, mind, body, soul. And that is really difficult for me because slowing down is not something that I am used to doing. And I've really, really had to learn how to do that. Um, I'm not going to really get into the like nitty gritty of how to regrow your hair other than telling you that you need to do what's best for you. There's no magical serum that or shampoo or conditioner or hair mask or DIY wives tail thing that you can just put on your head and it's going to help your hair grow back. Yes, it will aid in that. I'm not saying that things like that don't work, but you have to take care of the root of the problem, which is an imbalance in your hormones because when you're extremely stressed, it is your cortisol is like spiking and that means that everything else in your body is thrown off and you have to take the time to slow down and take care of yourself, take care of your stress, take care of, um, you know, your mind, your body, your soul, like I said, and really focus on just being you. So anyway, that's kind of one of the lessons. So I'll dive into that in a second here. But the first thing I want to talk about was confidence and identity, right? Your identity is determined by you, not by your lion's mane hair. Okay, this is something that it it took a huge hit to my ego. And I didn't even talk about it on Instagram until last week because this is something I was so self-conscious about. And I had to do all of this internal work on myself to actually like realize that it's just freaking hair whether it grows back or not, like there are solutions. You can wear a wig, there's extensions, like there's so many fixes. Technology is phenomenal. And even if it doesn't grow back, that doesn't change who I am at my core as a human being, right? Just because my hair right now doesn't look like my lion's mane that I'm so used to, that does not change who I am as a human being that does not change my identity. And even though I took a huge hit to my ego, my confidence, my self-esteem, my I was so self-conscious, that doesn't change who I am, right? My confidence comes from within me and I had to really learn that because now I don't really care about what my hair looks like because I know that I am so deeply rooted in who I am. I'm so anchored within my own body, within my own strengths, within who I am at my core that I don't give a flying F about what my hair looks like right now. And that's awesome to feel that way. But I didn't feel that way for like four months and it was so hard. Like it was honestly heartbreaking. So I want you to know that it's not easy. It took me months to get to this point where I can talk about this, where I can go out in public and not feel self-conscious about it, where I can like talk with it, talk with you, talk with anyone about it openly without busting into tears because I feel like I didn't know who I was at the time. Okay, so like full transparency, this is not an easy process. And if you're going through it, I feel for you so, so deeply. So please reach out to me if you need any support because again, I've been there and I get it and we can like talk this through together. But anyway, so you get to be who you want to be. It doesn't depend on your physical features, right? Whatever wrench life is throwing in your plans right now, whether it's losing a job, that's really stressful. Losing your hair, that's really stressful. Having a baby, an injury that prevents you from working out, losing a relationship, moving to a new city or a new state or a new country, moving away from your family. I want you to just really focus on taking a minute and asking yourself this. Where do you want to be in a year, in five years, in 10 years? And does what's happening right now really impact that vision? 
Is losing my hair going to change the impact that I'm making on other people in a year? In five years and 10 years? Absolutely not. I don't need to have hair to make an impact on people. That has absolutely nothing to do with it. Is losing your job right now going to derail you forever? Absolutely not. It might throw you off track. It might set you back a little bit, but it's not going to throw you off track forever, right? Is leaving the relationship or moving, is that going to keep you from reaching your goals? Is that going to keep you from running your business? No, it might slow you down right now. But in the end, all of these things that we're talking about right now, you're going to learn so many lessons that are going to help you make a bigger impact on more people because of this experience. And yes, it fucking sucks right now. I know. I know how you feel. I know how terrible it is to be losing your hair, to lose a job, to lose a relationship, whether it's mutual or not. It doesn't matter. These things all suck. They feel like shit. However, there are lessons to be learned in them and they don't define you. This loss, this you know, this change, this transformation, it does not define you. None of it actually matters because what matters is who you are at your core, the intentions that you have behind your actions, the intentions that you have behind the impact that you want to make, who you are, how you show up, what your values are. That is what matters. It's not your physical appearance. And I know that that might be really hard for you to understand right now, because if you're really in the thick of it, I get it. I didn't want to think about this. I didn't want people to tell me that it doesn't matter because to me, it was so devastating. I couldn't think about anything else. So I know, I know how frustrating it is that I'm talking about this if you're really in the thick of it, but just trust me, let yourself feel everything that you need to feel right now. Let yourself go through the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows. Let yourself do everything that you need to do to process this because in a couple of months, I promise you that you will see the brighter side of it. And again, in this, you're going to find more about who you are as a person, right? So I want you to really ask yourself, who do you need to become during this time? What can this teach you? What skills do you need to acquire? What traits, what characteristics do you need to have to become the person who you need to be in order to make the impact that you want to be? Because what's happening to you right now is not going to impact you in a negative way. It might feel like it right now, I, I know, but it will make it better in the long run because it's giving you the experience that you need to connect to other people who need you to change their lives, right? When you learn to become confident in your personality, your traits, your goals, who you are at your core, rather than relying on your outward appearance, things are so different in life. Like it's so liberating to not have to rely on your looks to feel confident. Because none of that actually matters, right? Your, your looks aren't what's making an impact on people. Your looks aren't what's making change in this world. It's who you are and what your intentions are and what you do, right? My hair was like a freaking security blanket, but I didn't realize that until I lost it and I didn't have it as a security blanket. So I had to really do some deeper work. And here's the thing. I've done so much work on my confidence that I was like, yeah, I don't care about what I look like. I go out in public without putting makeup on. I go to work without putting makeup on. Like, I don't care what I look like because I know that I'm a good person. And I didn't realize how much of an impact my hair had on my confidence, like literally a security blanket until I lost it and didn't have it. And I was like, Maybe this was life's way of teaching me that I needed to dig deeper and be more confident in who I am, even though I thought that I had like already conquered that quest, right? Like, so here's a lesson to you. If you feel like you've already gotten somewhere, dig deeper. There is always more. 
And this was my lesson that I needed to dig deeper and really, really anchor within myself to be confident in who I am and in, you know, deeper into that. So just realize that there's always more work to do. That was another lesson learned here. And then listening to your body and slowing down is something that in stress management, right? Like these are all really connected to each other because I was always that go, go, go person. I always used to go against my body. I would go to the gym when I knew I should have slept instead. I would do hit workouts, my Peloton. I would wake up early and go to the gym and not prioritize my sleep and push myself when I knew I shouldn't. And, you know, I wouldn't eat for a few hours after I woke up because I was working out. I was getting ready for the day. I was showering. I was doing what I needed to do. And sometimes I would skip breakfast because I quote, didn't have time. I would have alcohol when I didn't want to because everyone around me was and they were peer pressuring me and I would just be like, yeah, whatever, I'll have a drink. Um, You know, I would say yes to doing things for other people or going out when I didn't want to or didn't really even have the bandwidth, but did it anyway because I didn't want to disappoint other people. It was like those people-pleasing tendencies. I would not pay attention to the nutritional value of the food I was eating. I I started slowing down and actually listening to my body and it was the most liberating thing that I've ever done because when you work with your body instead of against it, it is like the most beautiful thing in the world and you start to live in this like harmonious balance of like okay, I planned this. I talked about this on my Instagram stories the other day, so if you listen to that and are hearing this again, sorry, but here we are. Um And you start to live in this balance and you realize how much of an impact it actually makes when you listen to your body. Because when you listen to your body, it starts to actually give you the results that you've been looking for instead of going against it. Imagine that, right? Like it sounds so like, yeah, duh. Until you're actually in it and thinking like, well, why is this not working? Or why have I been doing these HIIT workouts for six months and I'm not seeing any physical appearance change, right? Because you're going so far against your body and not listening to what it actually needs. That's why, right? It's so wild once you start realizing these things, how much things actually change. And, you know, you need to really slow down and manage your stress because this is a hair shedding caused by stress. We need to really focus on stress management because that's what's causing this. And it might not stop it, but it's going to start controlling it. And you're not going to it's not going to stop. Honestly, it's not going to stop until you get control over your stress because the more stressed you are, the worse it's going to get. And guess what? I was so stressed out for the first like month, month and a half, maybe even two months of my hair falling out until I got some answers that it was making it worse because I was constantly stressing. Even though I was meditating, I was constantly stressing over losing my hair. So stop letting it stress you out and know that it's temporary and it will stop, but you need to start focusing on managing your stress, whether that looks like meditation therapy, setting boundaries with yourself and with others, doing things that make you happy, whatever it is, focusing on decreasing physical stress on your body, right? Lowering your workouts. Maybe that means doing yoga instead of a HIIT workout. Maybe that means going for a walk instead of running six miles. Um, Focusing on your sleep, getting quality sleep. Go to the bed and wake up around the same time every day. Don't use your phone before bed, which is something I'm still really working on. (laughs) Getting sun exposure, right? Like really focusing on prioritizing your sleep and quality sleep, not just like terrible sleep, right? Um, So start really slowing down, really understanding what you need in every moment. And this goes with back with the, you know, listening to your body thing, but 
really focusing on decreasing any type of stress, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, any kind of stress that you're going under right now, find a way to manage it and really get it under control. Maybe that looks like, again, talking to a therapist and getting on a medication for you right now. Maybe for you right now, that looks like not going to your HIIT workout every single day. Things like that that are really going to nourish your body and help you take care of this and get it under control. Because like I said, the hair loss isn't going to stop until we get the stress under control. This is freaking huge. This is a stress-related hair shedding. You need to focus on stress management. And yeah, it might suck to slow down, but that's what you need to do. And it's really hard physically and mentally because obviously you're going to see changes. You're going to Maybe your working out is stress management, but find another way to work out, not the HIIT workouts, not the cycling, not the really intense things, because that spikes your cortisol levels. And we need your cortisol levels to calm the F down, because that's what's throwing the rest of your body out of whack. Okay, and then last but not least, I'm not even going to get into this because you guys probably know what I'm going to say, but it's really expressing gratitude for the hair that you continue to have, for the people that are supporting you through this, for learning, for everything else you have in your life. Just have such a deep sense of gratitude that it grounds you in where you are right now. Because if you don't have that, nothing is going to change, right? Gratitude is also going to help with stress management because you're going to realize how much more you have than what you're losing, right? I'm not even going to dive deeper into that because y'all know there's You can go back through all these episodes and find probably like 20 of them just on gratitude. So anyway, those are my lessons from hair loss. Let me recap real quick. Your confidence should not come from your physical appearance. Dig into your identity because your identity is what determines who you are and the impact that you make. And that's what really matters. Your physical appearance doesn't have any impact on the world. Who you are does. Listen to your body and slow the F down. Focus on stress management and practice your freaking gratitude, girl. If you're experiencing any of this, like I said, please feel free to DM me, reach out to me, email me, whatever you got to do. I am here for you. Shoot me a text on the text list. I will get back to you. Um, I'm here for you to talk to because I know how difficult it can be, how challenging it is. And yeah, so I hope you have the best Monday ever. If you guys have any more questions about this that you want answered, please also feel free to DM me those. And I will talk to you with another awesome interview on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening in. If this episode resonates with you, I would be so grateful if you would share it to your social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you and support you on your journey. Or if you could rate and review in your favorite podcasting app to help increase the reach and searchability so that we can grow our community of powerful, like-minded women and empower even more of us to go after the lives that we are meant to live. I'm so grateful for the growth and impact that we are creating together. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.